Hey, architecture firm owners and emerging leaders, get ready for unparalleled insight into the development of a world-class architecture firm and a worldwide organization driving the digital transformation of the design and construction industry with Build Smart, the podcast that's changing how our profession operates. We share the incredible stories behind innovation in the building industry with my friend and co-host, Patrick McLaney, FAIA, former CEO of the international architecture firm, HOK. You know, Yamasaki's office or firm lasted during his lifetime. And when he passed away, I think that was the end of the Yamasaki office. Helmut did not want that. He wanted a firm that would live out and grow beyond the founders. In season one, discover the untold stories behind HOK's meteoric rise, from 150 employees in St. Louis to a powerhouse with over 1,900 staff members and 27 offices worldwide. You know, they weren't as polite as the Kojima people. That was just boom. And anytime you have a creditor, whether it's Kojima or the bank, that wants their money, unless you can raise money someplace else, you are out of business. Bankrupt. Bankrupt. And hold on tight for season two, where Patrick takes us on a new adventure as chairman of Building Smart International, shaping the future of digital transformation in the design, construction, and operation of built assets. Ian Howell, Ken Harold, and I, Ken was my technical representative from HOK. The three of us took a tour of Europe of five cities in five days. Very busy time. Simply follow the link in the show notes to subscribe to Build Smart Now and uncover lessons that will transform you and your architecture firm. We know that running a small firm is tough and ending the year with a profit may be even tougher. That's why we created Profit for Small Firm Architects. It's a three-module digital course and it's available to you for free right now by visiting entrearchitect.com slash free course. Entree Architect Podcast, episode 128. Welcome back to the Entree Architect Podcast. My name is Mark Arlapage, and this is the podcast dedicated to a successful life as a small firm architect. Whether you have plans to someday start your own firm whether you're in the process of launching a startup or you might be an experienced small firm architect just trying to make a difference, this podcast is for you. My goal is to inspire you to build a better business so that you may pursue your purpose with passion and live the life of your dreams. Technology. It can, it can help us in so many ways. All month long, we've been sharing information here at Entree Architect Podcast and over on the blog on the many ways that technology can help us be better architects. But at times, technology can be a burden. It can be overwhelming. It can be complicated and frustrating. It can be time-consuming and distracting. Truthfully, technology can be downright stressful. But what if... We could use technology to reduce our stress. Well, today that's what we're talking about. This week at Entree Architect Podcast, I will share five ways to use technology to reduce our stress. This episode of the Entree Architect Podcast is sponsored by FreshBooks, the easiest way to send invoices, manage expenses, and track your time, learn more, at freshbooks.com slash architect. I love being a small firm architect. I love the things we do as architects. I decided to become an architect when I was 10. And I know many of you decided very early on as well because it's inside us, right? It's part of what we do. It's our passion. It's the thing we love. But at times, being a small firm architect, running your own firm and doing all these things can be incredibly stressful. I know sitting down with my earbuds in my ears, with a roll of trace sketch paper stretched out in front of me, listening to my favorite music, that is heaven, right? Sketching away, you, you fade away into this zone 
and you just love what you're doing. You're at peace. You're an architect. But there are, are other times when you have to be the owner of your own firm that it's not so much fun. <laughs> you know, we've chosen this path to be small firm architects, to own our own firms, to do the things we want to do. There's, there's this balance, right? There's, there's the freedom that you get with it and the flexibility and the, all the great things of being in control and being a small firm architect. There's the balance. There are times where you need to put the owner hat on and you have to go out and you have to do the things you do as architects, as business owners to keep the firm running and to, to keep, keep the work coming in and to keep your employees happy. That gets stressful. But it's, it's, it's the, the path I've chosen. And I love it. And I would never, ever, ever choose to leave it. You know, for the past couple of years, I've been, I've been managing with a health issue. It's nothing serious. I've had it all tested. And apparently, there's nothing wrong with me. But there's some issues going on with my body that apparently are directly caused by stress. And all the tests that we've taken, you know, I've gone through all the tests for the last couple of years I've been dealing with this. I've gone through all the tests and all the tests tell me I'm, I'm, I'm healthy, 100% healthy. You know, I look healthy, I act healthy. To the outside world, I'm healthy. But I'm feeling things in my body that are not the way they should be. And that worries me. That gets me really stressed. But it's something I have to deal with. And the doctors say that I have to reduce my stress, that it's directly caused by stress. They've gone through all the tests. I know that it's nothing serious. I know that it's nothing to worry about. And I've gone through all the doctors uh, and all the doctors tell me that I don't need to worry about it. So I flip the switch and I don't worry about it. Yeah, right. The truth is I need to intentionally reduce my stress. And that is very much easier said than done. I have to be responsible for my family. I have to be responsible for my firm. And I have to be responsible for you, the Entree Architect community and this business that we're running here at Entree Architect to make the world a better place through architecture and through architectural business. I am juggling many, many, many balls and none of them can drop because if I drop one of these balls, bad things happen, right? That's what happens when you are in charge and you have responsibilities and roles. And then you get things like, you know, life happens and the events happen that, that cause stress. You know, with real-time access to information about things like the recent events in, in Orlando, and other devastating acts of terror around the world that happen constantly now in our in our society. Every time that happens, right? Every couple of months, we have some major incident happen. And that sends our stress into the stratosphere. And then on social media that follows, the firestorm that follows each one of these with people on one side and people on the other side, they are so passionate about the, the solutions for these issues that we're having in our world. And the stress goes up again. And I'm not going to get into any of that stuff on this podcast. This is not a platform on which I'm going to discuss these events or the, or the global conversation that follows. And I have my positions and I, and I vote for the person with whose position is mostly close, closely matched to mine. I can't do any more than that. I can't do any more than that in terms of affecting the direct policies in our, in our nation and the global actions of the world. I can't change that other than voting for somebody who looks at the, at the, the world that I do. And so I can't worry about those things. And sometimes you feel guilty that you have to, turn that off because it's out there and people are suffering and you want to you want to solve those problems for you for them but in truth we can't 
directly affect those things, those global things. I know if you do this and you do that, you can affect one thing at a time. You need to impact your world. My commitment is to make the world a better place by doing more things within my control. That's how I'm making the world a better place. You can do the same thing. You can make the world a better place by focusing on the things that you do have control of. Years ago, I decided and I dedicated myself. You may have heard me talk about this. I've written about it. I have a thing called the full media blackout and I'll put a link in the show notes for it. I've, I've, I focus on my family. I focus on my friends. I focus on my firm and I focus on you, the Entree Architect community. Those are the things that I can directly affect. Those are the things that I have the most influence in and I have the greatest impact on. I can make the world a better place by loving those around me and encouraging them, you, to love those around you. And you encourage them to love those around them. And that is how you're going to directly affect change. You're not going to directly affect change by watching your Facebook feed and getting furious about the people who are writing things that don't agree with the things that you agree with. That's not going to make the change. Fighting with those people is not going to make change happen. Loving those around you and encouraging those people to love those around them. That's how you're going to make change. And the stress that's caused by the things within my control can then be reduced, right? The things that stress me out that are outside my control, the only way to eliminate that stress is to eliminate those things from my life. So I have a full media blackout. There's no radio, no, no terrestrial radio, no live TV, no newspapers. I know everybody's like, oh, how do you stay in touch? If the world's going to end, I'm sure someone will tell me about it. If, if there's a, a storm coming my way and I need to buckle down, I'm sure I'm going to know about it. If the aliens are coming from the outer space, I'm sure I'm going to know about it. I'm going to turn off, and I did for the last two years, actually more than that, since 2012, no radio, no live TV, no newspapers, full media blackout. And that, day one, reduced my stress. Day one, the day I decided that I'm going to stop listening to that stuff and start focusing on the things that are within my control, that's when my stress started reducing. And yes, I'm still dealing with other things that cause my stress, but when the, when I was listening to that stuff, oh my goodness, that was causing me major stress. And that may be the reason that I'm in this condition that I'm in because of those many, many, many years of listening to all those things that I could not control. And you may be thinking, well, how come you're not turning off social media? I see you on social media all the time. Well, social media is within my control. I can control what I see and from whom I'm seeing it. I have filters. I can, I can unfriend you if I don't like what I'm seeing. Or, and I typically don't do that. I just don't look at it. I just turn it off. And I use it for the things that I need to use. You need to, to turn off the technology when you need to that causes the stress. I encourage you to commit to a full media blackout as well. If we all do that, our whole society will be a better place. But do use technology to make our lives better, right? Use the, the tools that we have. Use technology um, to benefit you and your business. Reduce your stress. By using technology. That sounds weird, right? Well, today, that's exactly what we're going to talk about. Today, what I want to do is share. I didn't really want to go and talk about all that other stuff. But I, I wanted to talk about stress. And those are the things that stress me. Those are the things that stress me. The things that are not within my control are the things that stress me. I put a lot of thought into stress recently because of my issues. And I've learned a lot about it. And the things that are within your control are the things that you can reduce stress from. The things that are not within your control, you have to turn off. So today I'm going to talk about five ways to use technology to reduce our stress. Five ways to, re to reduce your stress by using technology. And the first one is music, right? Music has been a great resource to reduce stress since 
the dawn of mankind. It's always been here, right? Music has always been here and we've always used it to use, to reduce our stress. Probably the word stress is a relatively recent term and the idea that we have stress is a recent term, but for, for, for centuries, we've been using music to affect our moods and our emotions. Um, religious groups have used music to instill peace. Monks from around the world use chants to pray and to find peace within their lives, right? And we can use music too to reduce our stress. And we can use technology. I've been a Pandora, Pandora user since the early years of the Pandora when they first launched in public. I've been a, a user of that technology. And, and I'm a Pandora One premium account user, right? Since since that was available, I was on premium, uh, the Pandora One uh, version of Pandora. I love that I can set it for a specific genre or select a specific piece of music and it will automatically find music that's similar to that. So I'm using music to reduce my stress. And I'm using technology through Pandora to do that. I have specific channels. I have all kinds of, of radios, they call, they're called, uh, on Pandora. Uh, different channels of different, different types of music. I have all the different types of music that I love. But I also have um, specific channels that are dedicated to music to help reduce my stress. And some of it's actually music. Some of it's actually sound. There's a calm meditation radio that I have set. I have a relaxation radio that's set on Pandora. And I even have a Sounds of Nature channel uh, set on Pandora that's just basically the sounds of nature. Water, you know, streams rushing, the wind blowing, the birds chirping. That, if you want to use technology, listen to Pandora and listen to the sounds of nature and just sit quietly and you will actually feel your stress levels being reduced. And I know Spotify, I'm not a big Spotify user, but I know that Spotify has the same thing. They have, you can click on the genre and moods um, setting and you can go to the moods channel or even the sleep channel. I love their sleep channel. It has music that, that's intended to help you sleep, but it also is very good for reducing your stress. So Spotify is a great tool for that. And any of these music tools, um, anywhere you can have music anytime, anywhere, you know, that's where you're using technology through music, where you can have the, the music you want to customize what you want to hear when you want to hear it, right? So if you're studying, you have specific music for that. If you're reading or researching or working, you have all these this opportunity out there to use technology, to use music through technology to get exactly what you want to hear when you want to hear it. And I know this is, this is not revolutionary. I mean, it was revolutionary when, when the iPod happened and you can start downloading the music that you want to hear and listen to it when you want to hear it. Today, not so revolutionary. It's amazing how fast that happened. But I love the idea of how this has happened, how technology, you know, the, our younger listeners here, you listening, who, uh, who, who are, you know, grown up with this technology, um, being 46 years old, I have not grown up with this technology. And so the idea of being able to uh, have music where I want, when I want, is 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 truly amazing. Um, and I haven't listened, I you know, I haven't listened to real terrestrial radio on my, you know, on the radio on the, on, in the car for over two years. Because that's included in my full media blackout. It's out. Because in between those songs comes on the the death report how many people died today right that's what i call it the death death report live tv live radio newspapers they're all out to sell you newspaper and to sell you media and what sells is death and so if they can report to you how many people died today they're going to sell more more newspapers and that reduce that increases your stress so you got to cut that stuff out so for two years since 2012 more than two years it's four years um full media blackout no radio another thing that pandora has that i love is that it allows me to set a sleep timer or or an alarm clock so you can set uh the music to come on when you want it to 
or to go off when you want it to. It's in the settings section. And I don't know if this is a Pandora one premium version or if the normal Pandora has this as well, but I use this all the time. I use this almost every night as we're going to bed and I use it uh, often when I'm working where if I want to uh, work for an hour specifically, I can set my music on Pandora for, to play for an hour and then go off. And when it goes off, it reminds me that I need to do the next thing. So it's a great, great way to use technology uh, through music. And I'm not, I'm not a huge music fan. I'm not a huge music, music enthusiast. I listen to music all the time, but I know people have collections and I've never had collections. I've never uh, had, had um, uh, playlists. And I'm not an iTunes user, but I know that you could create your own. You could, you know, if you wanted to create your own playlists on, on iTunes, you could do the same thing. You can download uh, the the calm meditation music or the or sounds of nature and create playlists. You can do the same thing that Pandora does. That, you know, that that's part of this idea that I'm talking about. This technology that listening to music when you want, how you want, what you want, um, that is the way you can use technology to reduce reduce your stress and so that's the first one is music let's take a quick break here to say thank you to fresh books for their support as a platform sponsor of entree architect because as a platform sponsor fresh books has provided funding and support for our overall mission here at entree architect they recognize the need for small firms like us to build better businesses in order to be better architects. FreshBooks is the easy to use accounting software designed to help us small firm owners get organized, save time, and get paid faster. It takes care of invoicing, expense tracking, estimating, reporting, and it all happens out on the cloud so you have access to your information from anywhere that you have access to the internet. And I use FreshBooks for my own small firm, Fivecat Studio, and my favorite feature of the FreshBooks software is sending my invoices by email and allowing my clients to pay by credit card. When FreshBooks says that you'll get paid faster, they're not kidding. With the convenience of clicking a button and paying by credit card, many of my clients pay now as soon as they receive their invoice. And for those clients who don't pay right away, FreshBooks automatically sends them a reminder of the balance due at an interval that I set. So once I send an invoice, I can go back to being an architect and I don't need to chase down any of my clients. And Tim Lee of FreshBooks will show you how easy it is to send invoices by email on our exclusive video series, Tim and I produced exclusively for the Entree Architect community. Check out this free video series at entrearchitect.com slash FreshBooks video. There's no catch, there's no email, it's completely free. Just go to entrearchitect.com slash FreshBooks video and you will get the videos right away. There's three of them, shows you everything you need to know about getting started. And then go to freshbooks.com slash architect, freshbooks.com slash architect and sign up for your free 30 day trial and give it a try, it's free. I suggest you just send one invoice and see what happens. That's how I got started. Just send one invoice to one client and see how it works. And when I did that and I got paid much faster than usual, I signed up for the rest of it and I set up my whole my whole account in FreshBooks. FreshBooks.com slash architect for your free 30-day trial. And be sure to enter Entree Architect into how did you hear about us The next way that you can use technology to reduce stress, and this is uh, an interesting one, meditation. And I've been I've been meditating for I guess over, just over a year. I don't remember exactly when I started, but I'm relatively recent, but long enough that it's been over a year. And you know, after all the tests were done on me, and I visited the special doctors to rule out any possibilities that this is a major issue that I'm dealing with. The bottom line, it came down to me. The only way that, that I'm going to get better, the only one who can help me is me, right? The only one who can help me is me when it comes down to it. If there's nothing wrong with me and it's, and it's literally just stress that's causing my issues, the only one that can reduce that is me. And I, and I, need, to, I need to reduce the stress to reduce my symptoms, right? And if I don't, my symptoms are going to get worse because that's what's happening. It, 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 
it started small and it got worse and worse and worse until it, it got to the point where I was concerned about it and I needed to, to have somebody look at it. And so, you know, I needed to reduce the stress. So if I don't, it, it does become real. You know, the doctors tell me it's not real, but it, if I don't fix it, it gets real and it could become worse. It could become heart disease. Or even they even say that, that some cancer is caused by stress. You know, so I need to fix this. And so the last doctor I went to, the last neurologist I went to, they did all the tests again because I wanted a double, you know, a second opinion, third, fourth opinion. And he looked at all the tests and he said, Mark, there is nothing wrong with you. And he said, you need to reduce your stress. That's actually the first time a doctor actually told me that I needed to reduce my stress, which was interesting because all they want to do is they want to find the medical reason for these issues. This doctor said, there's nothing wrong with you. You need to reduce your stress. And so he actually suggested that I read a book. The book is called, let me see if I could find it here. It's called 10% Happier by Dan Harris. And you may have heard about it. It was, it was uh, being talked about a lot over the last few years. Um, Dan Harris, I think, was a ABC or CB. I think it was ABC correspondent, um, and he had some major issues that ultimately were caused by by stress. And it's a book about meditation. And he actually has a course called Ten Percent Happier dot com where you can find more information. There's also an app called Ten Percent Happier. Uh, definitely an interesting book if you're looking for a book about mainstream you know, and, and, uh, about meditation in the real world, sort of mainstream. And I, and I, so I looked at this book, you know, and, and the doctor told me I needed to meditate. And so th- I started looking into meditation and I've discovered that mainstream is now, I mean, met, I keep saying this, that meditation is now mainstream. There was a time where, where meditation, you heard the word meditation, you sort of had very specific images of who, uh, and where you meditated, right? Well, you sort of looked at, you were sort of looked at uh, a little freaky. But now I, I, you hear that most high achievers, the CEOs and the people who are, or um, the Richard Branson's, the Mark Andreessen's, the, all the CEOs, the high achieving CEOs and athletes and entrepreneurs from around the world, they, they are all meditating, not all of them, but, but many of them are meditating. That it's, that, that they are intentionally including meditation. They're very, very busy people too, right? You're very busy. You know, how are we going to find time for this? These people are also very, very busy and they've included meditation in their daily schedules. They've actually plugged it in and they were, they're intentional about it. And I, and I assume that many of them are doing it for the same reason as I do, to reduce the stress. You know, they don't just do it because they like it. Many, may, some of them may, but I, I bet that many of them uh, many of those high achievers had that same conversation with their doctors, that if you don't reduce stress, you're going to have a problem. And so they started meditating too. And so it's not hard to meditate. In, 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 in the idea, it's simple, right? You want to just sit quietly. Simple, right? Just sit in silence for a certain amount of time. That's meditation. It gets much deeper and and, and uh, more developed than that, but at the at the simplest, it's just sitting in silence. And I've recommended in the past that you should start your morning off, or you can start your morning off. I don't like to say should. I think everybody has their own choice, but you can start your morning off. I start my morning off. I actually I used to just start my morning off by sitting quietly ten minutes in peace, just sit quietly. Now I actually meditate, and I'll talk about that a little bit. But but that's a way that you can start is that you can just sit in silence or you can add music, you know, go back to the music sections and and look at some of that, uh, uh, peaceful music and put that on. There are also apps that there are apps like, um, there's one called, uh, Budify, which I think is funny. Uh, Amvana, uh, Amvana, O-M-V-A-N-A, uh, mindfulness and another one called, Calm, which I'm hearing a lot about right now on podcasts, uh, the Calm app. I use the Headspace app. It's a very popular app for meditation. And, and what I like about it is, first of all, 
you can download it for free. And the first 30 sessions are free. So it's a great way to introduce you to uh, meditation, which is what I did. You know, I read this, the, the 10% Happier book. It was interesting. Didn't really teach me how to do what I needed to do. So I looked further and I did some more research and I found this Headspace app. Um, and you can download it for free and you get the first 30 sessions for free. And it's a guided meditation. It's a step-by-step uh, process. It's a walkthrough. It includes short videos in between the audio. So it's an audio app, essentially, that, that guides you through the process of learning how to meditate. And there's short little videos where he talks about uh, why you're doing what you're doing. So he just doesn't teach you how to do it. He tells you why you should be doing it. Um, and as you progress through the app, uh, as you move up levels, and it's sort of level-based, so as you move up the levels, each session uh, has less and less guidance. And so you're a little bit more uh, self-guided as you move on and get more developed. It's also, it has a has a series of paths. It sort of has a different series that you can choose. The first series, the, the free series, is the foundation series. At those th- first 30 sessions, which is actually three levels, um, 10 sessions each, and you grow and you learn how to meditate in that first 30 sessions. And then once you uh, graduate, essentially, from the foundations package, then it becomes a paid app, which I do. And then you can choose other uh, series. Here's a health series, uh, a relationship series, a performance theory series, and there's a Headspace Pro version. And so, which I don't even know what the Headspace Pro version is. There's different levels in that as well. But the health has things like specific series of meditations for depression or self-esteem or stress. Hey, a meditation specifically for stress, anxiety. And there's a bunch of others, you know, in the health section. And then there's a relationship section where you can meditate on kindness, on generosity, on change in the world. You can meditate on those specific things and it walks you through how to do that. There's a performance series where you can uh, work on your creativity or your focus or your happiness or balance in life. There's others in there as well. Um, And so it's not just sitting quietly at, at some point. As you develop, you can actually specifically meditate on specific things so you can improve those things in your life. So it's really, really amazing what, um, meditation can do for your life and it does work it reduces your stress it definitely is helping me um, get better at being less stressed Uh, you can learn more about the headspace app at it's on the itunes app store i'm sure there's a android version as well but headspace.com has lots of information uh, on the headspace app Uh, so that's the second one that's the second way that you can use technology to reduce your stress, music and meditation. The next one is exercise, right? Whoa, exercise. You don't need technology for exercise. But it's it's important to move, right? It's important to to get out there and and to move your body, to get out into nature and to smell this nature, the smells out there and to feel the sun and the fresh air. That reduces your stress, right? You don't need technology for that. You just need to get out and walk. You just need to get out and run. You just need to get out to get out. We spent so much time in our studios, right? You're probably listening to this either in your car or in your studio, and you haven't seen the sun in hours, right? Get outside right now. Go. Take your earbuds with you and continue this outside and go get some exercise. But to bring technology into this conversation, I use uh, an app called RunKeeper. And I know there's tons of these apps. There's a bunch of different ones. The only reason I use RunKeeper is because I picked this one years ago and I just keep using it. But RunKeeper, these apps essentially track your progress in your exercise. So you choose whether you're going to run uh, or you're going to hike or you're going to walk. And this this tracks your progress. So it, it records where you've been and how you where you've gone and how, how quickly you've walked and what the pace of your walk is. Um, uh, it also... It, it sends messages to keep you motivated. It sends you reminders to say, hey, you didn't walk today. You didn't run today. Uh, it does all that. And now with this, with the Apple Watch, you can connect these apps to your watch and it does even more. The Apple Watch, I'm not even going to get into that. I don't have an Apple Watch. So I don't know enough about it. Maybe we can get Neil Pan 
the uh, the founder of Apple for Architects to come join us and talk about the Apple Watch and how it could help us be better architects. Um, I'd love to have that conversation. But, you know, the Apple Watch also has the ability to uh, connect to these apps and uh, and help you uh, with your exercise. You know, my my kids joke that I meditate more than I exercise. Get it? When they, when they look at me and they poke my belly and they think it's funny, they say, oh, you meditate more than you exercise. Well, maybe that's true. Maybe it's not true. I love to meditate. I don't love to exercise so much. And RunKeeper keeps me on my toes. It keeps me, uh, keeps me motivated. The other thing that's really important is to block time out. I have two hours in my day every day, you know, in separate sessions, that's called fitness. And sometimes I'll, I'll bleed into them with other things, but I have two hours blocked off every day for fitness, for both mind and body. So meditation and exercise, um, I have that in my calendar. So I'm not only using technology through the apps that I'm using, but also on my calendar. My calendar is all linked and synced on all my devices. So I have all this information accessed wherever I want it. So now I can not only get technology to exercise um it you know i could use this technology to uh to help me get out there to get me motivated to send me reminders to do those things that uh needs me to do what i would really love and this is what i'm waiting for is for technology to actually exercise for me wouldn't that wouldn't that be great and and maybe um with this new virtual reality reality technology I'm sure there's going to be fitness applications for it. I'm sure it's going to be able to take the things like RunKeeper and the Apple Watch to the next level. Um, but maybe it can develop a, an app through VR that'll actually get out there and do it for us. I don't think that'll ever happen. Um, but if you did listen to my last episode, I talked about six technologies that will radically change the architectural profession in the next 10 years. VR was one of them. You listen to episode 127. You can go to entrearchitect.com slash episode 127 and, and hear about the other five technologies that will radically change. I use those words intentionally. Radically change the profession. It's going to be a different profession in less than 10 years. The profession you see today, profession that you're practicing in today, is going to be a different profession. And I talked about it in episode 127. I just wanted to mention that. So exercise is the third one. The next one, the next, the next way to use technology to reduce our stress is automation. A huge contributor to our stress is the amount of responsibility that we have, right? As small firm architects, we have so many roles and we have, we have hundreds of daily tasks every day. We're doing so many different things all day long. And so one of the best ways to ease this burden of responsibility is to automate as many tasks as we can. This week's post at entrearchitect.com is six digital tools to automate your architecture firm. I share uh, my tools, six of my tools, I have a bunch of them, but six of my tools that I'm using to automate my architecture firm. You can actually go to that post at entrearchitect.com slash automate, nice simple link to get you there. And I share tools that coordinate my calendar automatically, uh, managing my marketing, managing my email, managing my social media, managing, managing my money, my accounting and my finances, that kind of stuff. Uh, I have, uh, I shared how I, uh, automate specific digital tasks online. So things that happen online, I can set those up so that it automatically ha happens. So entrearchitects.com slash automate will get you to that post. We have the technology to reduce so many of the tasks that we're performing uh, every day, right? So use those automation tools in this post and, and find others to automate. We have the technology to automate much of the things that we're doing. Um, many of the things that we're doing, uh, there are apps like Zapier and, uh, if then, if this, then that it's, uh, I F T T T on the, on the app store, you can download one of those apps. They're, they're apps that automate 
specific digital tools. That's actually one of the, the digital tools. Uh, one that I share on the post is Zapier. In Zapier, you can have one application talk to another application. So maybe I, I shared recently my, my email management system on Evernote. Um, and I'll have a link to that in the show notes as well. My recent post on that. Um, I can have every time I have an email sent to my Evernote uh, folder, I can have that automatically uh, downloaded and backed up in my Dropbox. So I can have a duplication of my my email uh, archives that go that automatically go to Evernote and then automatically go to Dropbox just by forwarding one my email. I, if I have an email that I want forwarded to Evernote, I just send it to my Evernote email address. It automatically goes into the folder that I want it to go into. And then because of Zapier, it also automatically goes into a folder in my Dropbox. So those kind of things can happen. Those are the kind of things that you should figure out uh, as many of those as you can. You should schedule the time to review the process uh, and, and develop all as many of these recipes, they call them, as possible. So we can stop doing the things we don't need to do. We are, we're wasting time on so many different things that we don't need to be wasting time on. So it automate as much as possible. The fewer tasks that we have to be worried about, right, the less stress we're going to feel. The fewer tasks that we have to worry about, the less stress we're going to feel. So automate as many of those tasks as possible or delegate them. Delegation is not necessarily a technology tool, which is why I'm not including it in this list, but delegation too. After you finish automating, the next step in, in productivity is to delegate. Once you've automated as much as possible, go down the list again, and how many of those tasks can somebody else be doing? How many of those can be done by someone else that you don't need to be doing? You should only be doing the tasks that only you can do. And so the fourth uh, way to reduce stress by using technologies is to automate. Get out there and figure it out. Automate as much as possible. These tools like Zapier and, and if, that, if This Then That, very, very easy to use. So use them. And the fifth way to reduce our stress by uh, using technology is to develop systems. You hear me talk about this all the time. All the time I'm talking about systems. It is so important to the success of our businesses, but it's even more important to our health. When we're developing these systems, it allows us to focus on the things that we love to do, the things that make us happy. That's good stuff. That, that makes stress go away. When we're happy and we're doing the things we love, the stress goes away. The systems allow us to, to feel confident that the work will get done without us being responsible for getting that work done. Systems will allow us to feel confident that the work is going to get done and the stress levels go down. And there are digital tools I talk about, Nosby all the time, Evernote, Google Apps. Those are the things that I'm using to create these systems. Recently, they're talking a lot of talk about Trello. I just downloaded Trello, T-R-E-L-L-O. It's a tool for developing and managing systems online. It's actually a tool for a whole bunch of things, but you can build your systems right there on Trello. It's a really hot topic right now with members inside Entree Architect Academy. The members in there are talking about Trello every day. It's a tool that lets you develop a system of Trello cards. So when you go to Trello, there's a bunch of cards all set up that you've developed. You can share checklists and images and videos and text, and you can coordinate between team members and you can assign specific cards to specific team members and you can communicate right on those cards. And there's so much more you can do with it. You can build your systems that we talk about all the time on Trello. And I'm just starting to get, get started there. I, I can't get too deep into Trello because I don't know much about it, but I am starting to move my systems uh, some of them, from Evernote to Trello. And I'm going to keep you updated as I do that, as I learn more. If Trello becomes my tool of choice for building my systems, you will know about it, and I will be talking about it here on Entree Architect Podcast. 
Developing systems is the most important goal that you can set for your success. Period. Developing systems is the most important goal that you can set for your success. It will help you to be more efficient, more effective, more accurate, more productive, right? When you are more efficient and you are more effective and you are more uh, accurate and you're more productive, guess what happens? The stress goes down. When you have a business that runs the way it should, getting done the work that needs to get done, and you're getting paid the amounts that you should be getting paid, guess what? You'll be happier and your stress will go down. Systems, that's number five. So there you go, five ways that you can use technology to reduce your stress. Music, meditation, exercise, automation, and systems. And there are so many, 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 many more ways to use technology. I could develop a new podcast, an Entree Architect uh, Technology uh, to Reduce Your Stress podcast. You can fill an entire podcast every week with using technology to make our lives better. What are some ways that you use technology to reduce your stress? I want to know. Go to the show notes at entrearchitect.com slash 128 and share your thoughts on how you use technology because I'm sure there are many ways that you didn't hear about here that you're using technology to make your life better, to make your stress levels go down. I want to know. Go to entrearchitect.com slash 128. So I talked a lot about technology and how we can reduce our stress by using certain technology and certain tools. But really, the best way to reduce your stress is to focus on the things that matter to you, to focus on the things that you can control, to focus on the things where you have the most impact. Because the things that you don't have impact with, the things that you don't have any influence with, the things that you don't have any control over, they're going to happen with or without you, you have to turn those things off and you need to focus on the things that matter most to you. You need to love those around you and encourage those people to love those around them. That's how you're going to make change in the world. For complete show notes and a direct link to download this episode, I hope you share it. You can find it at entrearchitect.com slash episode 128. And don't forget to download your free profit course at entrearchitects.com slash free course. It's free and it's a course about profit. It's my gift to you. My name is Mark Arlapage and I am an entrepreneur architect and I encourage you to love those around you and to encourage those people to love those around them. I know that sounds a little corny coming from an architect, coming from a guy who just talks on a podcast but you, you who are listening, you're important to me. And that is my gift to you. That's, I want you to, to be encouraged to do that. To focus on the things that matter. To focus on the things that matter to you. Love, learn, share. That's all you need to know. Thanks for listening. Have a great week. I've mentioned it to my family, but in terms of telling people like, oh yeah, we're doing this, I'm looking for projects. You got anything? Yeah. I'm, I'm not there yet because it scares the out of me. Dreaming of launching your own architecture firm? Well, we'll buckle up for a wild ride with Emerging, the podcast that shares what it's really like to start an architecture firm. Where do we begin? We don't even know what type of business to formalize as. Is it an LLC? Is it an LLP? Like how are taxes? I mean, the list is astronomical. <laughs> 
Season 1 featured founders Jeffrey, Lexi, and Chris, owners of Level Studio Architecture, are your fearless guides on this unfiltered journey from napkin sketches to a thriving studio. One evening, stumbled into one last dive, we sat at the bar and pondered our postgraduate futures. Amidst the conversation, a napkin became the canvas for our aspirations, sketching plans and milestones, sealing our heartfelt commitment and shared dreams. In drawing down dreams on a napkin collectively, that <laughs> then, you know, in your head, you've rooted like, oh, I'm connected to these people, like long term. The process of starting an architecture practice brims with excitement and challenges, demanding meticulous planning, flawless execution, and unyielding resilience. I kind of hate the term because it's so overly used, but I think everybody knows imposter syndrome. And I think it's it's so real to this day. I, I, I don't know if it's with everybody, but with me, I'm always questioning like us, can we do this? Are we ready to do this? Are we prepared? Can we do it? Did we just decide a name? <laughs> we did it, guys. Oh my One that God. came out of nowhere. Woo! It came out of nowhere. I liked it. I saw it. Ready to turn your aspirations into reality? Follow the link in the show notes to subscribe to Emerging and chart your own path to architectural success. Calling all small firm architects. It's time to tap into your full potential with Entree Architects Context and Clarity, where inspiration meets innovation. Hey, it's Mark Arlapage, founder of Entree Architect, and I'm inviting you to join my two favorite co-hosts, Jeff Eccles and Katie Kangas, as they bring together authors, experts, and thought leaders for electric conversations with entrepreneur architects around the globe. It's not just a podcast. It's a community where dreams meet action. There's a simple equation there. And what for me, what that did, just doing that basic calculation was it allowed me to compare what I had actually saved in my retirement accounts to what I thought a possible projected annual spend might be. Artists are temperamental, so beautiful design is going to be a priority. When the job is done, we're going to actually need to live in the house, not live with the person who designed it. <laughs> and so for me, the, the artistic skill, the architectural skill is most important. And so I would say like that would be 60% of it, if not more. Gain insights to build a successful practice. Subscribe, engage, and let's redefine your future together. Join the Context and Clarity community, where every conversation adds to your blueprint for success.